Hey there, all you Musketeers. I'm Dill. And I'm Tay. And this is Diz Talk with Dill and Tay, where we discuss all things Disney, from the films, to the music, to the parks, and everything in between. And um, this week, we have a good one for you. Um, what movie are we reviewing, Taylor? Uh, we are reviewing the 2012 uh, Avengers. Yes. Um, and Loki may have an army, but we have a podcast. <laughs> But yes. <laughs> um, so this is actually an exciting episode for us because this is our very first Marvel movie that we're reviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, Marvel is part of Disney, so it does count as a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been looking forward to um, to reviewing this one, uh, Taylor, for a while. Um, if I was going to pick really a standout Marvel movie... You know, and and honestly, the first one I I would have wanted to review it. It would have been this one. Yeah, um, I would have to agree that this is um one of my favorites out of the Marvel series. Um, so I was very excited to watch it again too. Um, and just recalling everything I loved about it since it was a while since I saw it. Um, it was a good refresh to watch it again i'm I, i'm never disappointed when i rewatch this movie yeah it was um a really well-casted film um you know i i feel like the concept at the time of putting all these different actors in these standalone superhero movies and then bringing them together for this big uh team up was such a kind of unique idea and and something that really hadn't been tried before mm-hmm. um so i'm sure that there was a lot of apprehension when this movie came out of like oh you know this this better work because if it doesn't it's gonna be a dis- be a disaster um but just everyone was just so well cast in this movie um the movie and the special effects and just everything about it, i feel like still holds up really well mm-hmm. uh 10 years later um and, uh, you know, coincidentally, a great time to review it because this is actually the 10-year anniversary of the movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to uh, to get into it. Yeah, um, it definitely, superhero pun, but it definitely rose to the challenge. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, exceeded my expectations for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anything else you want to mention before we go into some information about it? Nope, we can uh, get started. Um, so a little bit of information about this movie. Um, it was released in 2012. Um, it was directed by uh, Josh Whedon. Um, the music was by Alan Sol- uh, Silvestri, who was um, a music uh, producer behind uh, many very famous films, um, such as Back to the Future, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, as well as The Polar Express. Um, some information about the lead leading actors. Um, Robert Downey Jr. played Tony Stark, uh, Iron Man. Um, Chris Evans was Steve Rogers, Captain America. Uh, Mark Ruffalo played Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Chris Hemsworth was Thor. Uh, Scarlett Johansson played Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Uh, Jeremy Renner was uh, Clint Barton, Hawkeye. Uh, Tom Hilson played Loki. Clark Gregg was uh, a, uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent uh, Phil Coulson. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson played Nick Fury. Fury um, and Gwyneth Paltrow 
was uh, Pepper Potts, who is um, Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark's love interest. Um, so moving along into some of our favorite scenes from the movie and scenes that stood out for us, um, Taylor, what were some scenes from the Avengers that were impactful for you? Yeah, so um, I really, well, first of all, this movie was very well paced, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, just, you know, it. the action scenes were, you know, very well done and very timed. So it's a lot to pack in for me. Um, but I would have to say that um, some of my favorite scenes were um, when... Black Widow tricks Loki into um, admitting that he's using Dr. Banner. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the the chemistry between um, uh, Tom Hiddleston and Scarlett Johansson was um, very palpable. And, uh, you know, you can, like, just the acting in that, it was very well done. And then uh, just the plot twist there, like, oh, well, she, you know, <laughs> she got him to admit his plan. Um, I thought that was very, um, that was a very cool scene. Um, the scene where, um, Loki is, uh, um, kind of before the crowd of people and he tells them to kneel before him. Um, and then the old man in the crowd confronts him and stands up to him. Um, and then Captain America, like he's about to uh, kill the man, but Captain America blocks the shot. Um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, b- balls of balls of steel on that guy who yeah. uh, <laughs> tried to confront Loki. <laughs> yeah, that was a very thrilling scene. I was like, oh my god, what's going to happen to this old man? Yeah. But then when Captain America swoops in, I'm like, okay, well, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, let me see. Oh, the scene where um, this is was always my favorite. Um, when the the Hulk is throwing Loki around, <laughs> that was a that was a, a funny scene. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, the puny yeah. god scene. The puny yeah. god scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then of course when Iron Man goes into the Tesseract and uh, nukes the and nukes it all yeah um and pretty much closes the portal um yeah i mean so many good ones but those are like my top four <laughs> i know it's it's hard to choose there's probably like yeah. 10 to 15 iconic scenes in this movie yeah um i like the kind of mysterious beginning where you know it's kind of introducing the tesseract for the first time and mm. You know, it's very kind of, like, eerie and mysterious. And, you know, Loki comes through the portal and just mm-hmm. starts basically possessing everyone through his staff. Um, you know, that was really cool. Um, I like when you meet Black Widow for the first time. And she's uh, basically in kind of, like, a, a hostage situation for, by these, like, rust- Russian mobsters. Mm-hmm. And she's just like answering the phone very nonchalantly, and then takes them out like yeah. easily. Um, you know that that was very funny. Um, I like the kind of subtle jabs that all the different Avengers have at each other, like where you know 
Iron Man, with the scene with Iron Man, Captain America in 4, and mm-hmm. Iron Man's like, oh, I'm sorry, what is this, uh, Shakespeare in the Park? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's funny. Um, yeah, there's so many different good scenes. Um, I love the scene where they're all on the ship, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of, like, bickering and arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell that, you know... You could tell that Tony and Steve, you know, Iron Man and Captain America are really, like, getting on, on, under each other's skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing where they're kind of going at it and um, Captain America's like, oh, big man in a suit of armor, you know, take that away, what are you? And he's like, you know, a philanthropist, billionaire, playboy, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's just like all of that, you know, like classic kind of Tony Stark arrogance yeah. coming through. Um you know, and then him kind of throwing it right back at Captain America and saying like, "Oh, you know, you're not special. Like you were, you were a lab, lab, lab experiment. You know, everything special about you came out of a bottle." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was really, you know, that's definitely I feel like one of the iconic scenes. Um, my my all time favorite scene, honestly, um, it's probably two. It's probably a tie between two. Um, to me, my my favorite scene in this movie um, is the kind of back and forth um, where um, Loki meets Tony at Stark Tower, mm-hmm. um, and you know the you know what fans would probably know as the Ivan Army We Have a Hulk scene. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and just I I love how. And, you know, it's it's something that keep, that keeps kind of being piled on Tony about how, like, he's just not really a serious guy. You know, it's kind of shows throughout the movie that, oh, uh, you know, people feel like he's not even really taking this whole mission seriously. You know, mm-hmm. how he's just, like, arrogant. Like, really trying to prop up this idea that Tony's not a, a team player. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just the fact that he goes into that so confidently telling like Loki like look you could try to do all the destruction that you want like you're gonna lose ultimately right um you know and you know it's 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 kind of it's maybe a little bit of a, a corny moment in every movie but when uh you know he says you know if we can't protect the earth you'll be damn well sure what you know we'll avenge it you know, yeah. I, don't know I just I it's, it's kind of weird but I like when they say the title of the movie in the movie like I just oh, think it's yeah. cool yeah um a cool uh, pun there yeah pun, so but yeah um <laughs> but yeah that and then you know when the when the war of the Chitauri starts and there's that iconic kind of circling shot of all of the Avengers kind of gathered around yeah you know just trying to figure out how they're going to deal with all this chaos mm-hmm. um so yeah 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 um any other scenes that you want to mention sweet no those were mine did you have any uh no okay yeah great um usually at this point we would talk about favorite song but there's really not any yeah. music in this so um so we're going to skip ahead to our favorite character and performance um so Taylor, who who do you think gave the best performance in this in this movie? Oh, definitely Iron Man. Um, Iron Man slash Robert Downing Jr. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned it before, but um, Robert Downing Jr.'s acting uh, really brought the cocky, um, kind of snarky Iron Man character to life. Mm-hmm. Um, he did such a great job with 
uh, just his sarcastic humor and um, bringing that comic relief, uh, you know, into those scenes of the movie. Um, I think, yeah, I think he did a really good job in that. I don't know. I, I was torn between him and Loki's character. Yeah. As favorite performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if I had a top two, I would say Iron Man takes first place and then uh, Loki for me. Yeah, I would have to agree. For me, it's it's Iron Man. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was just, I feel like, perfectly cast as Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, he really just embodies the character so well. Um, I love how he has all these subtle quips and nicknames for everyone and yeah. how he's just trying to, like, get under Bruce Banner's skin so that he can, like, turn into the Hulk and, <laughs> you know, um, I didn't mention before, but I like when he first comes in and everyone's kind of talking about, you know, all the chaos of Loki and he's just basically making jokes the whole time and he's like, that man's playing Galaga, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just he just does such a great job. And I actually really kind of like the subtle kind of character arc because, you know, in the end, he's really the one that almost chooses to to almost take the risk and almost sacrifice himself mm-hmm. with the whole, you know, throwing the nuke uh, into the um, into the portal thing, um, you know, even acknowledging that it was something that he might not he might not have came back alive from. Um, so. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's great how, like, you know, the, the the one Avenger, the one kind of character who's probably the most, you know, the, the cockiest of all of them is really the one that winds up kind of being the leader of the group and the one that really, you know, um, wants to, you know, make it clear to Loki that, that he's not going to succeed, you know? Yeah, he has, and also to add to that he has a healthy sense of skepticism as well like he's not this stereotypical like kind of I don't want to say like he's not the stereotypical like optimistic superhero like I'm gonna save the day and everything's great and (laughs) like I'm just gonna do the mission and ask no questions like you know he he has a healthy amount of skeptic or skepticism and he he kind of uh challenges the others to ask questions and kind of look deeper into what's going on yeah because i mean he's really a foil i feel like to um to chris evans character um yeah. of uh you know steve rogers captain america because i feel like he's just you know, his backstory was that he was, you know, basically this kind of almost contracted super soldier through the U.S. military. So he's mm-hmm. very just about, like, following orders, yeah. not questioning things. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tony is one of the few ones that's like, you guys don't think it's weird that S.H.I.E.L.D. was basically keeping the Tesseract <laughs> for some, like, purpose? Like, you guys don't find that odd? Yeah. You know? Um, so him kind of questioning it, you know, cause the same, it's the same thing with Bruce, you know, it's because of his tendency to, you know, kind of turn into the Hulk when he gets angry or gets agitated or excitable, you know, it's like, he, it's, he seems like the kind of dude where he has to like, just kind of keep his head down and do his work and not let things kind of get to him. Right. Um, 
So I just find it interesting how, like, Tony is, was really the only one that was really questioning this whole Tesseract situation and mm-hmm. questioning, like, why it was in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s possession this whole time. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that 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 I really admire about the character. Yeah. As well. Um, and, you know, he's also the one that steals the show for me. Um, I would also definitely give an, give an honorable mention um, to to Loki. Um, you know, uh, I think Tom Hilston just does such a great job playing the character, um, you know, and, uh, you know, really a great, a great kind of matchup against Iron Man too, because he also is dealing with a lot of just, you know, this, he's really basically just on a power trip this whole movie, so. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, Iron Man steals the show. And like I said before, Loki is a, a top contender. Um, uh, yeah. Basically echoing everything you said about about that. Um, I did want to give a slight honorable mention, too, if I could. Yeah. Um, and it's actually Agent Coulson in oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it funny how he's like, in awe of all the Avengers, and he's yeah. just fanboying around all the <laughs> Avengers, right. you know. And he's just he's asking Captain America about his Shield. He's just like fanboying when he's around Iron Man. Like I like how he's just kind of like a little kid when he's around all these yeah, superheroes. You know, I feel like it's almost indicative of of you know the the audience at home. So mm-hmm. um, I just find you know I I I found his his character kind of low key funny in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about him. That's a that was a good one as well. Yeah. Um. So, you know, ultimately that's gonna move on to, you know, maybe flaws and what we didn't like about the movie as much. Um. So Taylor, were, were there any aspects of the movie that didn't really work for you? Yeah. Um. So, I'll admit, you know, and, you know, some people might get a little snobby when they hear this, so I apologize, but I am not an avid comic reader. I mean, like, I, you know, enjoy them, but, like, I I don't know the plots of the comics in, in Deadly. Um so I went into these movies asking a lot of questions like, oh, well, well, what is this for? Like, oh, can you exp- can they explain that? Um, so for us, <laughs> I guess, kind of bandwagon fans, <laughs> um, they, you know, we're not bandwagon. That's not a good word. But like people who aren't really familiar with the comics. Yeah. Um, they didn't really do a good job explaining the plot um, or explaining the roles of each character. Like, um, it was a lot of points in the movie was where I was just really confused. I'm like, okay, well, but, like they don't really explain that Thanos is behind a lot of this. Yeah, like they don't really explain what Loki's motivation for even right, getting yeah. the Tesseract is. Like I feel like they explain the basic plot, but they don't like really explain like w- like what's like w- like why why is this even happening? What's the motivation of all these characters? Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, and and it's not until like the very like the end credit that they introduce who Thanos is and like what 
yeah what the overall plot of this you know it was going on yeah but even then you don't really know who he is you know um so i wish they would have explained that better and, yeah you know and, and not and fill us in you know <laughs> like kind of do like some kind of recap or something <laughs> like be like okay this is what this is what happens yeah just so it's easier to follow yeah, and I feel like it's, you know, I would agree with that. That's kind of my one one flaw of the movie. And I feel like it's kind of twofold. I feel like, on one hand, since the MCU is kind of a continuation where, like, Iron Man flows into Captain America, and that flows into yeah. Iron Man 2, and that flows into the Avengers, like, since it's kind of a continuation, I guess they assume that you started watching these mo- movies from the very first one. Yeah. But I do feel like there's a lot of kind of wink and nods to people that they assume have read the comics and really like already know the story of these characters. Cause even at the end, it's like, you know, that very end credit scene with Thanos, unless you had like, when you had first seen this movie, unless you read the comics, you, you didn't know what that was supposed to be. You didn't right. know who Thanos was. It was right. just some purple dude. Like you didn't, <laughs> you didn't know, you didn't know like what they were showing you in that end credits. You know, I feel like that's, that's kind of a flaw with these Marvel movies in general, where it's like these end credits scenes where everyone in the fear is going crazy. Well, the people that, like, have read the comics and know who this character that they're introducing is going right. crazy. Yeah. You know, the average person is like, I don't, I don't get what that reference is supposed to be. So, yeah. you know, I, to me, it's, it's a little bit, it, it, it's kind of a, a similar thing with Harry Potter, where I feel like sometimes yeah. there's elements of the plot where they assume, like, that you've read the books or that you've read the comics. So yeah. they feel like they don't have to explain everything. Yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely analogous to Harry Potter. Harry Potter leaves so much out <laughs> that, yeah. that's in the books. Yeah. Um, and I'm an avid Harry Potter fan. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, even I agree, like, for the average person who didn't read the books. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, why are they doing that? Who is this person, <laughs> you know? Um so, yeah, and I feel like you have, like you said, you have to watch them in chronological order. It's not, it's not a, a, a franchise where you can pick up at, you know, some random movie in the, in the series. Like, if you just, like, if you were to start at Iron Man 2, like, you wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. There would be a lot of, you, you it's kind of like you have to watch them in chronological order. yeah. And there's a lot of them, <laughs> so, like, that yeah. kind of... I mean, the average person doesn't have that time. If you do, great, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just, you know... Yeah, there's there's a lot. So, I wish they would um, do better at explaining the backstory a bit. Like, they yeah. do in Star Wars. Each At least each Star Wars movie starts with a recap. Yeah. Now, you know, for me, it didn't necessarily take away from the enjoyability of the movie, because I feel like there's some people that, you know, they probably don't even really care about the plot. They go to these Avengers and these Marvel movies just because they like all the action and they like the superheroes and stuff, you know, but like, it it, it was kind of a situation where, it, you know, the the viewing experience would have been better if there was more explaining of the plot and more backstory, because I do feel like there were plenty of moments during the viewing of this where I, where, you know, I kind of had to pause <laughs> and explain to Taylor, like, okay, this is who this was, just because I was kind of already familiar with it, so, you know, I feel like... Oh, yeah, I was familiar with it, too. Some of it I was familiar with. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But I don't know. I'm the type of person who needs to know the plot and what's going on. Yeah. Um, I can't just watch a movie kind of blind. Uh, like, the action was great, but I'm kind of like, okay, well, what's the point? Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, so was that the only thing you would mention, sweetie? That was yeah. a flaw? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all that being said, that ultimately takes us to what grade we would give the movie. Um, and I would give it a solid A-. minus. Um, you know, I think this is a classic. Uh, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies, if not my favorite. Um, and, yeah, you know, it was a, definitely a great first Marvel movie to review. Yeah, um, I would give it an A- minus as well. Um, just uh, with that being said, with just with the kind of plot holes and not explaining. Yeah. It, it didn't take away a lot from the movie like you were you were still able to catch on here and there yeah like you still knew basics like the tesseract was this powerful thing and loki was after it to you know take over the world and so it you know that as long as you knew the basics it still was a good movie yeah and i still feel like you were able to leave the movie saying like wow that was a that was a yeah, good movie exactly yeah um so yeah that does it for this week for our review Thank you guys, as always, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yep, we'll see you next time.